not represent the views of Radio Free Brooklyn, its staff, or management. Thank you for listening and have a dope day. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome yet to another beautiful episode. <coughs> Excuse me, allergy season. Uh, to another beautiful episode of Two Thumbs Undecided. And yes, we are still undecided. Unfortunately, uh, the typical we, uh, as we call it here at the show, uh, is now an I. Because uh, Zach uh, is on holiday. Don't know exactly what that means, but, you know, he's... Uh, he's uh, incapacitated at the moment, I'm sure. Uh, but we do have a guest today. Uh, it's uh, my friend and now friend of the show, yes. Nick DeVoe. It's a pleasure to be here and a pleasure to be a friend and a friend of the show. Yes, of course. No, yeah. it's, it's a high honor that most people, uh, I'd say uh, 0.0001% of the world have uh, the pleasure of. Um, so <clears throat> maybe even more. I don't it, know. It might be, there might be a couple more O's in there. You can also move, move up a little like bit. here. That's good. Yeah. This is so this is there's so much. There's yeah. there's like what like there's at least two thousand people in the world. At least. Right? Uh-huh. So it's probably it's probably at least four O's after that point. You'd say four? I'd say maybe five. Hmm. Um, okay. Well, uh, we'll get our team on it. You guys got it over there? Yeah, th- you can hear them already typing away. Oh. They'll give us a number by the end of the end of the episode. Anyway, welcome back to Freakonomics. Uh um, wait, Freakonomics <laughs> is the show that you listen to right no i i've listened to one episode ever freakonomics oh. um but they probably know how many people are in the world nick nick is uh i think more into podcast world than i am i listen to a shit ton of podcast okay, I, uh, can i curse on here oops oh you can do more than curse okay good okay I um, can, wow yeah holy shit this is this I can is get away with murder this is here? yeah no this is this is for some reason they actually sectioned off this this studio is international waters i was just gonna there's, say there's no law that uh, applies on this on this show, it was interesting when you said you should. I should arrive to uh, the East River four hours before mm-hmm. recording. I'm like, that's strange. But then I realized the boat took me out to to almost like this oil rig just outside of U.S. waters. I'm like, oh right, Sam said that a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of illegal things happen. Right Some people Brooklyn. always get confused when I send those directions. They think I'm kidding, yeah. and then they actually show up to like the the fake Radio Free Brooklyn, yeah. and then I'm like. You know, can you just like listen to me for yeah. once? So I'm glad we've actually had like maybe five other people that were supposed to be on here, but they went to the wrong place and it didn't it didn't work out. And that's probably why you have so many O's. And, yeah. And the percentage of people in the world who are in the show. I uh, yeah. Full yeah, circle. Yeah. Full circle. All right. Um, so uh, typically how we do things here on the show, we normally begin uh, with a uh, today or this week rather in news. Yes. Um. Does anything come to your mind uh, so far uh, with this week? First off, actually, I do want to say last week's episode, I wanted to apologize for the fact that it was a little bit windy (laughs) at some points Um, as I was editing it. Sorry, editing it. uh, I realized that uh, it was rather windy and I should have brought a windsock with me, uh, but um, I did not. Uh, it was, I, you could still kind of hear what I was saying, but unfortunately, uh, the south of France, right next to the Mediterranean, I did not, uh, I did not uh, think about how windy it would be. So, but I hope you enjoy the episode nonetheless. 
Uh, and that was about my trip to Cannes. I, I enjoyed the uh, ASMR elements of that episode. Oh, yeah, right? Beginning. Like, it was pretty hey, intense. Today on train, I'm in France. And, <laughs> and I'm really excited to be at Cannes Festival. It helped me, it helped me get there. There should be more uh, podcast ASMRs, I feel. Um, it might be a little bit distracting, but at least you would feel like you're close to whoever's talking, you know? I always feel close to you and Zach when I listen to your podcast. Oh, so, so you do a pretty good job. With that. Wow. Well, uh, that's the best praise that uh, we've ever gotten here wow. on, on the show. We get a lot of praise in the comments, obviously. Gotcha. Comment below. Anyways, um, so uh, w- what's happening in the news? Um, as far, I actually just took a break from social media. Good so call. Little, so I need to do ju- that as ju- well. Just for this podcast. I'm like, you it, know well, what? So anyway, um, <laughs> all one thing I know is that a lot of um, production companies are thinking are are um, threatening to abandon Georgia. Yeah, that's big. Place. Actually, yeah, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, um, I know Netflix is thinking about quitting, uh, getting out of there. Um, I believe Ozark was going to shoot there, and Jason Bateman says that he's not going to do the show mm-hmm. if those abortion laws go through. There's another huge production. It's something I don't watch. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Yeah, just in general. Time Warner. No, Time Warner. Wow. They just I think it was like yesterday. They just announced. That's that's good. That's big. Yeah. That's I good. mean it's it's it beforehand it was kind of just seeming like it was like, all right, they'll definitely be hit, but now it seems like literally all movies are Because that's a huge conglomerate. Uh-huh. Like because I know before like Nef- it was just like Netflix in general. I'm like, okay, this is big. Before it was like some celebrities, some showrunners, stuff like that. You know who's not gonna leave? Twentieth Century Fox. They have like a statement too saying like No, well it's just because they own they're owned by Fox. Oh wait, no, they were just bought by Disney. I just forgot about that. Right. Oh, oh so nice. never, never mind. So I don't I don't see I have to there's like a map. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. There's a map of all the stuff Disney owns. Oh man. It's, it's like a giant it's like it's like a Venn diagram that's shaped like Mickey Mouse in each like circle. But the <laughs> point is like I keep forgetting who owns what. And like like I don't know, like would would so would that influence it? Like if if like, you know, Fox, like twentieth century Fox is that owned by the same whatever that owns Fox News, which is conservative, and then wouldn't leave abortion laws? Like, I don't know. Would that would that be the case? Yeah. Wow. I think so, right? I mean, if uh, Maybe, yeah. I mean the, the, those those big conglomerates, they kind of have the final say in all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I think now that they're bought by Disney, I think I think Disney actually said that they're not. I, I forget. They're not pulling out. I would no. I think that they're sorry. That they are pulling out. They I are think. pulling out. Okay. So far, it really just seems like everyone's pulling out, which is yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, that's something pretty big going on there's also i don't i mean we talked about this last or two weeks ago i don't really care but for some reason the internet really seems to care that robert patterson's the new batman yeah it's like eh. yeah i i, 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 I made jokes i brought this up the other day i made a joke i'm like well he was he was oh he was he was he was a bat boy and they're like oh because of twilight oh. <laughs> and i'm like yeah and i'm like do they turn to bats in that movie and they're like no and i'm like that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> they should turn to bats in Twilight. They just they 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 saw that and they they turned that trope into just being shiny. They're just shiny. They're just they, shiny. They're shiny and they eat blood. They're just cannibals that live forever. Yeah, That's bullshit. And then they play a really good game of baseball. Oh yeah, that's I've seen really, the first one. They play baseball in that one. Yeah, right? that's okay. really all I've I've took away from Twilight is just a really random, intense game of baseball. Yeah, and I remember Edward was just like. You, you, like she's just like oh baseball this is exciting it's like you don't understand <laughs> <laughs> and they like and was like we only play when it's thundering outside <laughs> and it's just like it has no point to the story whatsoever and probably goes on a bit too long i wonder if that was in the book if or I, I wonder if robert patterson like really wanted that to well i, I don't think he had the power at that point but um yeah you know that's true none of those 
unless I'm forgetting like a major actor, I don't think there were any major stars in the Twilight movies. No, I mean Edward was really just in uh, or Robert Patterson and Kristen Kristen Stewart was was she even in Adventure Time yet? Um, Adventure Land. Land. Well, that's what I mean. She might have been, but that wasn't like a. I don't think that was a huge movie. It might have been for like like I don't know I was like like a like a tween at that time. Yeah, which, that was shot in uh in in Pittsburgh, ooh. which was exciting because I mean yeah, not that many things were shooting in Pittsburgh back then, but I remember that was such a big movie because we were just like oh, like this this big film is is being shot in Pittsburgh. But um, have you seen I Am Number Four? No. That that stars Twilight star uh, who who's the wolf Jacob. Oh, he's I know that's the character's name. I don't know the guy's name. But um. That was like a via, that was like after Twilight. There was um he was like an alien, but like he's a human or something. But that was shot in Pittsburgh, and there's like a lot of shots of like I don't I don't know what things are called over there, but like the the baseball stadium where the Penguins yeah, play. There's the, just a ton of like the baseball stadium where the Penguins play. Where the Penguins play? The is, fucking is, pirates? You mean pirates? Oh, oh my god! Man. That's like saying the baseball stadium where the Knicks play. Where the Knicks play? <laughs> oh boy! Um, where where they played the Super Bowl? Um, but um, yeah, there, there's just like very very Taylor Lautner, by the way. Taylor Lautner, but yeah, there's just a lot of like hardcore like we're in Pittsburgh right yeah. now, like moments of that movie. Uh, you know, the, uh, yeah, sometimes the, the movie shot in Pittsburgh. Like for instance, okay, well this is getting really off track. But uh, for instance, the uh, the film uh, 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 with Emma Watson, uh, Percy being a wallflower. Oh yeah, the ending shot of that of her like with the the hands yeah. out and like that that like going through that tunnel, like that's such a big deal for Pittsburgh people because like that's every time we say when you're coming to Pittsburgh, you have to go through that tunnel because that's like the view to see it. Yeah, and the fact that like a big motion picture like capitalized on that that was pretty. That was a, it was a, it was a good movie. So, so that was a, that was a thing before the movie or or before the book. It was movie? wow. Like that that was like a it, it's like definitely a a, a mo- like it's something that everyone like when I say come to Pittsburgh I say go through that tunnel like I, that's always been a thing. That's so cool. Like that ending scene is it's not just from that. Well, I, I mean it's now popularized because right. of the movie, but it was a thing beforehand. Um, I mean not doing the, you know. The, not the, the, not, the flying thing. Not being unsafe. Not being, yeah, probably going to die or be decapitated. But Stay in your car. Keep your windows rolled up. Seatbelts yeah, on. We're not, we're not telling you to do that. Unless you're in the studio, you can do whatever you yeah. want. But unfortunately, you don't have the privilege uh, of lawlessness that you, we do. You do have a Synecdoche, New York-esque replica of Pittsburgh and that tunnel in this in this. We do. We studio. do. We do. Yeah. This yeah. place is, is This place is massive, actually. Yeah. It's like the ZZ Top car. Uh-huh. It, it was about, it's about the size of like a, a freighter. But then I walked inside. I'm like, there's an entire city in here. Mm-hmm. And three rivers. That's uh-huh. insane. Yeah. We, we. <laughs> and everyone's, we everyone's everyone... recreated <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> and then we only use it for a small room to do uh to do our podcast yeah. in. uh and that's all spielberg money by the way that's i don't know spielberg for money? people who don't remember or aren't an avid fan of this show which i'm sure isn't that many but uh this was originally produced by spielberg um and we got into a little bit of creative differences due to uh his his movie uh what's it called the one Three movie that, oh no decided. rated oh no uh we have the copyrights to that but no the uh 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 what's it ready player one yeah not doing too well also he slapped zach in the face yeah and it was like this whole kerfuffle surprised he hasn't killed him yet in these international waters yeah well he's technically 
banned at this point. Thankfully, uh, our lawyers were better than his. <laughs> makes sense. Um, so yeah, but uh, we are good good terms with uh, with his his daughter. Good. Uh, she's a friend of the show. Good. Um, anyways, so movie news. That's really the the two biggest things that I've picked up on. Can just ended. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Thankfully, I feel like a month is a good amount of time for can craziness. So right now we can kind of be in that nice world of summer movies are coming out. Yeah. Now it's kind of like we don't have to worry so much about Oscars and like all these other things. We could just enjoy the movie. Like just go to a movie. Yeah. You know, the new uh, Rocket Man is out in theaters now. Oh. Yeah. Is that good? I haven't seen it. Uh, But uh, it's like those sort of movies, which are kind of just like, that sounds fun. Yeah. I know it's not going to be not well ever since Bohemian Rhapsody, but... But it's like it's a fun film, so it's that it's a nice time of year where it's right. it's like you can kind of just just you know, just judge or just watch a movie, you know. There might be like like every now and then, like early summer, they're just like small indie films that like I don't see coming that I hear about on like really small podcasts or like really small like 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 news blogs that just kind of like oh no, like a couple of years ago, there's a movie called King Jack that was in like two theaters in New York. That was just, that. like, surprisingly really good. So every now and then stuff sneaks up. Yeah, and that's the thing as well. Is like, these things sneak up in the summer, but no one's really, it's not, people aren't instantly attaching, like, this is, like, the Oscar, like, people yeah. aren't, like, swamping to yeah, see these they're things. they're hyping it up. They're just kind of just, like, little gems yeah. sprinkled out, you know? Um, like, if I was going to relate it to food, like, summer is, like, the ice cream, and then there's also, like, little bits of caviar that's just sprinkled on and, there. And, and, the and no cream. one really, yeah, and... <laughs> And no one's really like talking about. They're just saying like, "Oh, nice ice cream," and then they move on. But like, little do they know, oh, like there's there's caviar there's fucking caviar and little sheets of gold that are sprinkled on there. I, I so hope, I hope that happens because yeah. I because as far as like stuff looking like there's there's there aren't a lot of movies this summer looking forward to. So I hope I hope the caviar comes up in my ice cream. Oh, um, I hope so too. I mean, I other than like I was looking through your list with a friend of ours and like. I look through everything until August. I'm like, I guess the movie I'm most excited about this summer is Toy Story 4. Oh, really? Which is like... Actually, they were just talking about that on the show before. Yeah? Yeah. What are they saying? Uh, I think they were just surprised that... that it was, like, I think the, the one of the hosts or one of the, the guests was surprised that it was still happening, which yeah. I'm surprised as well. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know many of the films coming out this summer. Um, I know there's like... If you go on IMDb, do you know the whole thing with like the coming soon section on IMDb? The whole thing, yeah. If if you're ever like, what movies are coming out soon? Uh-huh. You can just go on like coming soon IMDb and like scroll. I think they do it for like the next three months. Oh shit. Um. Okay. And it's it's very helpful to either get excited or, or unexcited about movies. <laughs> um. All right. Let me let me let me quickly peruse. Uh, Secret Life of Pets. Don't care. Dark Dark Phoenix. Don't care. Um. Oh. The Last Black Man in San Francisco is going to be a mate. That's what I'm most excited that for. Cool. That just premiered. In San Francisco. Well, uh, maybe not premiere, but the American premiere was in... No, no, it was at Sundance. But, okay, it had... It just was shown at this uh, San Francisco thing. Right. Uh, and it was, like, a big thing where they had, like, live music, and it was... It looked pretty... So I'm excited for that. Um, uh, Black International. That's interesting. How they uh, do you remember when there's... Oh, a- The Dead Don't Die, which I saw and wasn't a crazy about... Um, Continue. What were you saying? Do you, do you remember when there were plans? I, I I think this was like serious. There were plans to do a 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover. Yeah. That would have been awesome. I do kind of remember that. Yeah. I don't love e- either of those franchises particularly like a whole lot. Like I think they're like good as much, you know, as much as the next guy. 
but like that's insane and i just yeah. would love to see what that movie would look like that would have been like. interesting yeah. that would have been smart yeah. i feel like johnny 21 drunk street is definitely something that can is very well it's kind of meta in and of itself so it 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 could definitely there could definitely be that 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 could even work in the story i feel like i yeah. feel like that wouldn't it wouldn't seem forced whenever you, you see those two together like if like men in black opens up sort of time portal or something and then 21 jump three like 21 jump street comes in i feel like people like that could actually happen like yeah. that would be an interesting that would be interesting yeah i don't know what happened with that good ideas tend to die in hollywood they probably thought like a lot of people would just be confused by it which makes sense like my sister wouldn't see that my sister would probably oh, so, see 23 jump street she probably wouldn't see 21 jump street mixed with men in black well i'm glad that hollywood is based on my what sister. your sister <laughs> fucking wants to see my sister will like never watch anything she'll watch like trashy like like rally tv and then we'll suddenly be like Hey, so like I finished The Wire the other day. I'm like, you were watching The Wire this whole time. Like, like it's uh, like it's that's it. She'll she'll surprise me with with her taste. But yeah, but I kind of think of like her as the average. Like she sees exactly three movies in theaters a year. Like oh. like roughly. So I kind of like when I think about like what the general population three likes, a year. Yeah, I mean, Man. I mean, it's not like that's her goal, but it's like. But that's the from what I know about her. Viewing. Yeah, and whenever yeah. she sees a movie, she tells me because she's like, "Hey, I did it. I saw a movie today." And she's like, "I didn't like it." Oh, and that's but but the reason I say that is because I kind of base base like the general population off hmm. my sister. Maybe they 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 should Hollywood should have more uh, uh, what's it called focus groups, but just with her, just with my sister. Yeah, just with your sister, and then and then all the movies will be this perfect middle of the line. Does she like Disney movies? Um, or does she not Disney? Does she like Marvel movies? I mean, no, she does not like Marvel movies. There you go. So you I like what? her already. You know what? I, I think she's great. Listen. I think people should be listening to her more than, than 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 the than the actual average listener. Yeah. Um. Well, we should probably move on now yeah. to uh the topic we have today. Yeah. Um. This uh unfortunately it's it's Pride or well, not unfortunately we forgot uh I I knew that it was Pride Day today in New York. Uh, but whenever we're choosing our episodes, uh, I, for, I always forget about what day the show lands on. Uh-huh. Uh, so we would have been doing uh, a Pride show today, uh, but uh, I forgot about it. So today we're, we're going to be talking something in relationship with Can. Yeah. Uh, with the, the director of the Palm d'Or winner, mm-hmm. uh, Bong Joon. Uh, John Ho mm-hmm. or John uh, John Ho Bong, right? Uh, either or, yeah. Um, who is the director of Parasite, mm-hmm. which won Best Film of the World? Says Can, uh, which was a surprise to me um, because his films are always been kind of weird. Yeah, he's kind of a weird director. Not, uh, not, well, not a con director. Yeah, not a, yeah. Like or like a con winner director. Usually, usually the movies that win con are just like very like. Very arty. Very arty, like deliberate. Very French. French, yeah, like dramas, quiet. And his films are about like synthetic pigs yeah. that little girls are friends with. And yeah. then Jake Gyllenhaal wants to test them. And like, like they're just, they're bizarre. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, his films, like, like South, well, I'm, one of the, the best things about him winning is like one of the first things that he said is like, I hope this brings people to be more interested in South Korean filmmaking. Oh, that's cool. And South Korean filmmaking it is very unique. It's so unique. Uh, it's, 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 I mean, the only two major ones that I know is him and the guy that did uh, 
old boy. Chan Wook Park, I believe. Uh, name. I, I'm, we're bad with names here. Uh, <laughs> and then there's also a thing, too. We're talking about the story recorded where I don't know. I, I don't know a whole lot about uh, 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 the Korean language. Yeah, you're right. But I believe na- I believe in Korea. It's like last name. What we think of as a last name is said first, mm-hmm. and then here it's the other way around. So like, I, I know Bong is the his last name. Gotcha. So then that that would make sense. Gotcha. It's, it's Bong Hong Jo. Bong Bong Junho. I, Bong guess, I guess is how he would be called in his yeah. country. Um, and you're also right. It's Chanwook Park. Chanwook Park. Awesome. Um, so those are the only two major uh, South Korean directors that I know. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they both have very. It's just it's 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 both extremely cinematic, but also it's just. Goofy in a lot of like these 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 stereotypes of like these people you think in uh, and if it was an American movie they would they had things about them that would instantly make them not relatable and would be nixed from the beginning yeah. like for instance in Mother right the which was kind of the film I'd say that made him the 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 film that made him big was the host yeah which came out in two thousand six mm-hmm. and that film is a monster film. Kind of an outright monster film, sort of similar to to like Godzilla. Uh, just it's it's it's. I only watched half of it, so but I mean it, it's a really good film. And um, and then the next film is called Mother, which came out in two thousand nine, and that is a film about a a kid with uh with like mental disabilities who's accused uh, of murder, and his mom is like out to solve the murder basically because he's in he's like being held captive. But their relationship, the mother and the son's relationship, is kind of strange. Like, yeah. the mother, the kid, like, goes to sleep and, like, grabs her her breasts and, like, yeah. is, like, cuddling with her. And, like, there's, like, this weird sexual relationship between the son and the mom that is kind of, like, it, it, it's, it's okay in this film. I think it's used to show, like, how dependent he is yeah, on her. I think so, too. Like, yeah. it's not really, like, it's not really about the fact that they have this sexual relationship, it's more so that he's still a kid. Like right. he's still, you're supposed to see him as a five-year-old. But like in, if this was an American film, that would not fly. That yeah. would definitely be cut. People would jump to like, this is definitely incest. Yeah. Like, it's a perverted thing. But yeah, I agree with you. Like it's just, he's he's still a child and he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't get what these things mean. Like there, there's that scene he's talking to that's sort of like bad boy he hangs out with. Yeah. And he's like, have you slept with any woman? And you can tell he doesn't know what that means. Uh-huh. He's like, I sleep with my mom. And he li- he means he literally sleeps with her in the same bed. Yeah. Like, it's not like he doesn't know what that means. And even later, like, he's talking to his mom about, like, she she's like, she's like, oh, do you like girls? He's like, yeah, like, I want to sleep with girls. And she just kind of, like, dismisses what he says. It's like, you don't know what that means. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like, there's there's things that uh that definitely in America, like, we're, for as liberal as we think we are. Um, I think we're still fairly conservative on, on, uh, on certain issues of just like, of what, as, like we jumped to conclusions too quickly with seeing certain imagery yeah. or seeing a certain relationship. And, uh, he definitely is, is really just kind of just goes into, in, is not afraid to show, uh, these things. But, uh, I think that's also just the culture as well. Like, uh, I mean, um, I think maybe in South Korea it's it's a little bit more uh, accepted to have stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. I haven't done a deep dive in South Korean culture, but um, I mean, I, I saw an interview with him though as well. When people basically someone asked him like, why, why is your film or like why your your films are always kind of like 
like these hectic, crazy films. And he did like immediately relate it to the history of South Korea. Like South Korea has gone through a lot of terminal turmoil. So therefore, like a lot of South Korean films are kind of these crazy, uh, uh, crazy films. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the movie that that I first, I think most people know about mm-hmm. him is Snowpiercer. Yeah, that is the first one I saw of his. Yeah, yeah uh, which was on Netflix. Um, and uh, did you like that film when you? Uh... I so that was the first time I saw any of his movies, and I think. I didn't know exactly what I was getting into. I knew it was a strange movie from the mm-hmm. premise alone. And I knew like I knew of the host. I knew like the cultural impact it had. And I know that he was a, an eccentric director who made very bizarre movies. Um, I saw that film in theaters when it came out because like it was a lot on like a lot of like podcasts. I was listening to it at the time and on like a lot of like 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 online magazines and stuff. People were talking about this movie. And there's also a big thing to like how Weinstein was going to distribute it in the U.S. and whether or not they're going to cut it. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> not um, soon but um, because apparently there's like a cut that they did that screened oh. at uh, what's that? No, sorry. Oh, Just like Weinstein was known for cutting things. Yeah, that the directors didn't want to cut. But continue. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's a whole thing with like, did he? Uh, you know, they, they were gonna like cut a bunch of stuff, and 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 I don't know. It was it was talked about. So I saw it in theaters, and I thought that you know, having seen other films, knowing this is gonna be bizarre, I still thought tonally. It was kind of all over the place. It would get really intense. I thought it would get. Have you seen Snowpiercer? Yeah. So, I thought the parts of that film where it was really intense, really violent, really dark, really sad, and then so goofy. Mm-hmm. And and it felt. I, I assumed that like I knew that it was the first. I don't know if it was half a U.S. production. I know there are a lot of U.S. actors in it, but I wondered if there was maybe like a lit, like 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 a like an like a literal um um uh uh, uh what's the term translation uh like a problem in translation oh. between like what he imagined and how everyone else was portraying it mm-hmm. because just like i don't know like Tilswin's character got extra goofy and then you know the film also talks about cannibalism and it was really yeah. intense but last night i rewatched the host and then like also like sensing some people saw more of his movies i realized like that's totally intentional that's totally his thing yeah like the host goes back and forth between you said you saw like the first half yeah so like the funeral scene in the host Oh, not the fu- yeah the funeral. Scene. Oh yeah, like that, that's so good. Like watching that last night, I'm like, this really captures what he does in his movies because mm-hmm. it's it's like people crying after a massacre mm-hmm. that's so real, and you see the massacre happen, and it's not. There's some jokes in this, but it's not. It, it's it, that, that's kind of played for kicks, but like you see bloodshed, and then <laughs> it's just everyone's crying so absurdly hard. Yeah, and they're and they're fighting each other while they're crying. And then an intercom goes on about like someone's parked car, like yeah. in his funeral scene. Like, like, like that was such a good scene. That was such a good scene. But, but also, like after seeing that last night, it really and and just I guess have a couple of years of retrospect. This films, I'm like, Snowpiercer is like totally like it, there wasn't a translation like like problem. Like that's totally the movie uh-huh. he, he wanted to make. One of the um, one of the craziest things about Snowpiercer when I first watched it was the the scene where they they walk into the elementary school. Yeah, because that was like one of the first places they enter that's like normal. Normal. Uh, or at least the high class, normal. yeah, or high class, yeah, and uh, and not, like people aren't shooting them, and it's kind of like this weird. First off, there's like this weird juxtaposition of like how dirty they are and like how like how like bright the colors yeah. are in this ca- classroom, and then the, the the teacher just gets on the piano and starts singing this song, and the song is just this 
really like uh like love the leader love yeah. and it, it, but then it's like as she's singing it like there's the shot like this overhead shot of her looking down and it's almost like she's having like this orgasm as she's playing like her eyes are rolling into her head as she's singing this <laughs> yeah. song and just so over the top and like yeah his films his <coughs> excuse me his films are like so about really real issues and like the, the people are real and they're going through well the host is a little bit I feel like the host is a little I, I think that the thing with the host is like the fact that it was made in 2006 and like you know CGI you can it doesn't I don't think it had it, it does look a little fake the monster yeah. um and maybe like when it came out it I was also reading as well like they were trying really hard to to like make it look as real as possible like there was it would there was it was a 12 million dollar production mm-hmm. and a lot of it was being so it wasn't like they were purposefully it wasn't like it was you know sharknado where right, they were kind yeah. of just like skimping on the money for the the actual animation but uh but I, I besides that i think a lot of his 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 films i'm like one of the main things of all of his films really is just really low class uh kind of rising up against the high class slash government totally um and that's like really the theme in all of his films and Snowpiercer is like the perfect example of that like with a very figurative upward arrow of battling yeah. the more and more the 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 high class and and it's not even like it, it's not really the the high class in and of itself but it's also like the like the author, authority in general because I think at a lot of times like he's battling or like the, the low class characters are battling um you know these head uh these head doctors or people that are trying to keep them back so it's like low class versus the government itself which yeah. it says probably has something to do with just the culture of korea in general that's probably i i saw um this is not a uh junho bong film um but i saw this movie trained have you heard train to busan no i saw that's another like south, uh, south korean movie that's that's pretty great and i saw it with a friend of mine who's from singapore and she was saying that film is, I think, it's, I think it's very similar to 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 Bong's work, mm-hmm. um, and that it's also about like these these independent characters who are basically it's about a zombie attack on a train, mm. and there's this whole thing with like the people who run the train and the higher class people who are on the train like are trying to find a way to run things, mm-hmm. but it's not the best way to run things. Mm. And so, so I saw I watched it with a friend of mine from Singapore, and she was like, "That's like a lot of that that you can tell that film is East Asian." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Because because that's a huge thing, and that like." There's a way things are run. They're run for the greater good. And and the individual isn't always looked at. And sometimes that leads to problems. Mm-hmm. So that totally, I think that, I think that's a Korean thing. I, mm-hmm. I would think. Yeah. Um, we're both not scholars mm-hmm. on, 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 on culture in Korea, but. No, yeah. I'm a scholar. I'm just modest. You're a scholar. You're, you're a modest scholar. Yeah, I just I, this is you're the you're the guest. So. Sam, Sam has many degrees. I on, have on his wall. I have 12 degrees, all of different uh different different uh move or different countries uh movie specific yes uh so so he's 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 licensed i am licensed i'm licensed uh one of the i forgot oh we were talking about uh weinstein briefly though um there's a funny story with uh i believe it yeah it was it was miyazaki uh weinstein um wanted to make cuts on one of his thing and then Miyazaki sent him uh, a sword yeah. in the mail, <laughs> and he was just like, "I make my own cuts." <laughs> I think I think it said, "I think it said no cuts." Oh, but, no but cuts! But it was some joke about cuts. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. A real sword, and there was like a real insane. sword in it. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then, like, asked later about it, like, Miyazaki was laughing. Just like, yeah, that guy's not cutting it. Like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. Thank have, God. Thank have you, God. Have you heard of the story with um, when they released Nausicaa, The Valley of the Wind? Uh, and, no. And why? I forget if it was Weinstein or just another U.S. distribution. But the reason why Miyazaki was really concerned about that was when uh, Nausicaa, The Valley of the Wind was released in the U.S. I forget if it was Weinstein or if it was a different company that distributed it. But they they didn't just, like, cut it up. They didn't have a translator for it. Oh, no. So they made up a script based on the images they were seeing. Because this is like in the 80s. So I guess uh, it's just like, eh, it's an animated film. Kids will watch it. Yeah. You know, it, it looks like they're fighting bugs. The bugs are evil. I don't know why. And they, so, like, I also imagine that's just like an interesting, like, like improv exercise to watch a movie in a language you don't understand and try to figure out what the plot is, especially when it's as, like, out there visually as not going to buy the wind but that's the reason why he was he was like no cuts because they, they they totally fucked up that movie oh. and, made, and they made it about just something else that oh was just God. really generic and not creative um hmm. but yeah 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 no i mean it, it's uh what was I about to say but uh yeah but uh, i mean he uh bong jun ho uh what were we talking about before oh yeah like he, he, like all of his films have something to do with with like the lower class rising up. I also thought it was interesting watching the host in conjunction with his most recent film that we haven't talked about yet. Well, yeah. besides Parasite, Okja, uh, which actually um, also premiered at Cannes. Okja did. Oh yeah. Um, and it it's also kind of interesting seeing his his work. It's like so, first he started like the host was in uh, the the director's Fortnite. Which is like not technically part of Cannes, but it's still in the Cannes right. realm of things. It's like exposure. And then his next film, Mother, was in um, the was in Cannes, but like out of competition. Mm -hmm. And then his next two, and then his Okja was in Cannes, but didn't wow. win. And then Parasite no. <laughs> was in Cannes and won the Palme d'Or. I did not realize. So that his escalation was has just been stupendous yeah. in regards to Cannes. Uh, but Okja and the host, I feel like, are kind of. Similar, just the, uh, so far of what I've seen of the host of like that scene of like the the hospital or the not the hospital like the the medical people running after a truck, mm -hmm. um, like there's the scene where the 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 family is like running away, uh, from from this this from being detained by all these med medical people thinking that they're contaminated and everything, and it's just like the, it just makes fun of, like it's just such a fun way of like making. Showing how goofy these people are, yeah. Uh, like the 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 government is, it's like because like they're fumbling and bumbling up a hill and they just <laughs> can't run after. It. And then with Okja, there's like this giant scene of that very of that very thing. And I think that's kind of like the his his movies boiled down to it is like are those chase scenes yeah. of like running after uh, this truck. I don't know. It's a he's a he's a very interesting dude. It's it's interesting too because like you would think maybe, I I think in a lot of Hollywood films right when we see like the government or the military in the, in the beginning of a film mm -hmm. and they're and they're trying to be on something they're like an all powerful force mm -hmm. and and our protagonists don't really have a chance against them and they're like shut out and like kicked in the face and incapacitated immediately whereas yeah like he allows room for them to fumble and like be goofy and it's like these people can't improvise or adapt because they're so used to procedure yeah um. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Is that the scene in Okja when like they're going through like that underground mall sort of area? Yeah, that's yeah. part of the scene. They're that, going. That's like the ending of the scene. But like the the, the environmentalists take over the truck. Yeah. Uh, with oh Paul Dano. Oh my god, um, he's, he's good in that. Oh, he's amazing. 
uh, and uh, what's his face? Uh, Young, Steve Young. Oh yeah, Steve Young. Yeah, Steve Young is in it, and that's also interesting too. Uh, it's like so, like the host and the mother were very South Korean, very based like a, a South Korean production, and then Snowpiercer, very American, a yeah. lot of American actors, uh, and really the one person who who wasn't uh, who was South Korean in that film was uh, King Ho Sung, who is in like a majority of his films, like he's, he was the one person in snow Pierce who had like the spoilers, but had the, the bomb that had like the, the, the thing he like put on the door that exploded at the, like the very end. Is that, is that the actor who is in old boy? Uh, he might be. In old I, I roughly remember that character now. He's um, like, he's, he's like, he's, is he on drugs during the movie? Like, is there some Yeah, kind of, like, he's on drugs drug? the whole time. He and okay. his, his son or daughter, I forget, gotcha. are on drugs the whole time. Uh, I don't think he was an old boy. Uh, but he was in the host. Like, he was, he was, I think, the main guy in the host. Okay, that's what it was. Uh, okay. He was the main guy in the host. He was in, was he in Mother? Uh, no, it doesn't look like he was in Mother. Um, but he was also in... Uh, he's been in a lot. He was he's he was in the most recent uh uh Parasite he's as well. Parasite. Uh but he's kind of like a he was also in his first uh his first film ever, yeah. Memories of Murder, uh which came out in 2003. So he seems to be like a, his main guy that he uses all the time. Right. Um but it's also just interesting to see like really one of the main heroes of this whole thing uh is this his guy like he's kind of like overpowering like every, like really the smartest person yeah. in Snowpiercer. Um, but, uh, and then in Okja, it's like another kind of extension of like an, ex- of, of combination of both American and, and Korean kind of combined, but more so Korean mm. uh, since like the main characters are Korean and it's kind of like the, the, the Americans coming in are kind of like the purist people like taking, like, like now televised, like yeah. putting them on television stuff. And then Parasite is like back, back to his roots, you know? So I don't know. I mean, maybe there's something there that like meaning it's like purely Korean. It's purely Korean, yeah. Gotcha. Um, and I think they're, they're, that's telling of like artists who make films like that are really ingrained in where they grew up. I feel like are always like the most honest and like the best works yeah. that they make. Yeah, in general. I guess it goes back to what you're saying when people were asking about his bizarre film style, and he's like, "That's to me like that that reflects Korean history. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty cool. He can live and keep doing that, and you know." And also how like easy or like how he can kind of like, well, now at this point, like I feel like he can kind of just like go back and forth and kind of do yeah both. Totally. And it's also interesting, like how his that style, like what do you think about his style was able to transcend over into the U.S.? I think, well, also as far as like transcending to the U.S., I mean, that's, I'm trying to think when Okja came out. I think Okja would probably be. I know Snowpiercer. There's a bit. It was a big U.S. release, but since Okja was on Netflix, I'm guessing Okja was probably the way most people in the U.S., like close to casual viewers, were were exposed to him. You wouldn't say Snowpiercer. I feel like Snowpiercer was a bigger because it had Chris Evans was like the star and maybe. I mean, yeah, it's true. He is was Chris Evans. I'd have to look up look up the numbers. I. Because I remember seeing like articles from like like people are posting on Facebook for like BuzzFeed, and it's like Okja is gonna make you a vegetarian and like stuff like that, and like that could just be sponsored content. Uh-huh. But um, 
I remember like with Snowpiercer, it was like 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 when that came out, I was in like a summer class, like for like the intro level for like film school. And like a couple of people had heard of Snowpiercer. And mm-hmm. I was in like film school. I don't I don't know. I don't speak for the general population, but I'm just I mean, I'm I'm guessing because Ocha was more available and Netflix has that way of like, you know, when you put on like an like when you just open Netflix on your Roku or whatever, they have like an ad for something. Yeah. Like maybe it was Ocha. Whereas like Snowpiercer was just through theaters. I don't know. But um as far as like your question with with why would he be popular in the US? Maybe maybe because it's fresh. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's 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 a type of comedy that really is not like a lot of stuff in the US. Mm-hmm. And and something about that is refreshing. Something I like about his work is that the way he composes, it's almost as if the way like even that chase scene in the beginning of Ocha, something about that scene made it feel like in an animation film come to life. And I mean that mm-hmm. in a good way. I don't mean that in like a cartoony way. I mean that in the way it's visualized, the way the editing is paced, the like what we see, like, like, like as far as the people turning their heads and something turning a corner and the way all the action is connected within the space is so airtight. It's almost like an animation where people have time to calculate and get it exactly right because they're doing it either on paper or on a screen. Um, that's something I like about his films. And then even, you know, and even and when his films like mother, I I like isn't as quickly paced editing wise, but like it's composed beautifully. Mm-hmm. I think he's just like so straight on with that. Every shot is not just a shot of like someone talking. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be a reason too. like it just it constantly feels like. Um, there's more to look at than just the content of the frame, the mm-hmm. form, the form of it is 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 very strong. Then again, when we talk about good directors, that's kind of the deal in general. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What do you, what do you think? I think it's, it's, it's mostly like his humor. Like, yeah. uh, like you mentioned before that one, the one scene, like the, the thing, like when I was watching the host, it really, it, there was a, like a lot of monster films like that at that time. Like the concept itself was not unique. Um, so like when I was first reading the descriptions, I was kind of like, okay, there's has to be something different about this, which is why this director, like that, launched this director's career and also i just watched mother which is not a monster movie at all so i was like all right there's something there's got to be something different about this dude and it's really just his i I, like the one like the one that funeral scene well isn't it's like like the the when they were first all detained and like they're crying over all like the photos and things and like the scene like you said like they're all and like crying on the ground and then just randomly someone's just like Hey, did someone leave this car out back? <laughs> and I was just thinking, like, oh, did this is going to continue? Like, some they left their car somewhere. This is going to advance the plot some way. Yeah. And then this other random woman just comes by, and they're just like, "Why did you leave the car there?" And then they just like, <laughs> and it was just like that had nothing to do with anything. And then this guy comes on, um, who has like this trench coat on, and then he just. And then they're still crying, very emotional. And then he just trips and yeah. falls. <laughs> and then he gets back up. And it's like all these little funny things that really, like that didn't even have anything to do with like expanding the 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 characters. It was right. really just showing how stupid, like how clumsy and foolish this government is, yeah. the, 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 the whole thing. And it does it in just such a simple way. So I think it, it like those things, like those little things, but like while still shooting, like like it still looks really cool. Yeah. Um, and just having just like 
those little shots. I mean, I, I can keep going on and on about like how many times there's those little those little things. Like, uh, what's another one in uh, the next one? I mean, like how Mother begins. Like, yes, this yeah. was the first time that I've I've seen I saw him outside of like his big films, and I'm kind of like, all right, this is his first low budget film that I'm seeing. Right, and it begins with this old lady just dancing like really <laughs> slightly centrally on top of a hill. Like the hills are alive, sort of thing, with the credits running, and it was like this. I'm, I love this movie already. This yeah. is, this is <laughs> so. I don't know. It's it's it's. I think it's just because he was. He's just such a. He he just so he, he's, he's just himself, you know. Yeah. I I mean, also like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm excited to see Parasite. Yeah. And I'm pissed that I didn't see it because some some somebody said that. Don't go like I want people to see it just so we can talk about how bad it was, and I was like, oh, well, I don't want to wait in line like two hours to yeah. like, wait for this bad <laughs> movie. Bad watch something. I yeah. Can't. So, yeah. so then I didn't see it, and then I missed out on the palm though. And then I, and now I'm doing like a deep lot dive on him, and I'm kind of like, why didn't I? Like Check this guy is great. Yeah. I don't know what, what my problem was, but I don't know. No. Um. Yeah. So. I don't know what else to talk about him. Uh, it really is. It really is hard to peg what makes his sense of humor so different and special. I I, I don't know because it's because the other thing too is just like maybe it's comedic relief because he does make movies about very dark content. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to think like and I'm trying to think if there's any like U.S. director who is somewhat like him. Well, I would say the closest is Wes Anderson. Yeah. But only just in the sense that sometimes he has like really random, like his sense of humor, like his visuals are very different. Uh Um, But his sense of humor of just kind of side random things, I think is the same. Yeah. Um, Playing with the background, the lava shots too. Like that's a big thing. Playing with the whole frame, like in the background, like, oh, you see a boy scout who's just jumping on a trampoline, like, you know, in the movie, like a boy scout, like, Who's jumping up and down trampoline in the background, like one of these scenes? Yeah, and like, and um, have you seen Memories of Murder? I haven't seen Memories of Murder. In Memories of Murder. There's a really good video essay floating around about the way he plays with foreground, mid, mid ground, I don't know, that's a thing, and background in those scenes. He'll do these really wide shots um, with a really large uh, 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 depth of field, and there's always something going on. And so I think in that sense, he's very similar to Wes Anderson because Wes Anderson will also do those like dollhouse shots. Mm-hmm. Um, where there's just it's not just two people talking. It's also this. It's where they're placed. It's someone this in the background. So I think that's I think that's a pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then like the humor that comes from that too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's the the other scene from Mother that I I I think keep thinking about is the where when they they go to get revenge on the people that almost yeah. hit him by a car, and it's just such a simple shot of 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 they're going down in like a golf cart, and the guy that has like the mental disabilities pops out with a stick. Yeah. And it's just this, the same shot of just getting closer and closer to this guy <laughs> yeah. in a golf cart. And it reminds me of that one scene from Austin Powers where these, where like the, they're in like the, the steamroller or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, the security guard is like, stop. Oh, stop. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, get out of the way. And it's like a two minute scene of this guy like, stop. And then he just gets, so it's like this, this like long scene of just getting closer and closer on a golf cart to this guy with a stick. And then the last moment, he just jumps back into the forest. And then, and then you just see like him and like the, the bad guy that he hangs around, like 
him like pushing him and like, why, what are you, what's wrong with you? And it's just like, imagine seeing that on a golf course. It's just like, what was that? And then, he, and then they eventually go out. And that was just such an interesting, interesting setup. Yeah. I think he's, he just does a really good job of just like playing with his environment as much as possible. Yeah. Um, and honestly, in that sense, I'd say Snowpiercer is probably his, his worst film. Yeah. Because it, it was a bit too, it, it was just a bit too like, all right, you have a lot of money. Like, just like, this is his first time with like a substantial budget. True. And although it still was like powerful, but it just, it wasn't, it, it didn't have the, the finesse that a lot of his earlier films did of being able to just work with you have and like just have it in, in doing so it, it was just funnier like people fighting in a golf course as opposed to fighting in like a giant train car that's like surrounded by all of this ice and like a little bit more yeah. like obviously heavily produced because like I don't know. now that you say that too i think snowpiercer is the only is the only instant oh, is that oh, we have a we have a phone call hello uh this is uh radio free brooklyn thanks for calling in Uh, we're having uh, trouble hearing you, uh, good sir or ma'am. Hello? Hmm. Uh, I'd like to think that that was uh, Bong himself calling in, <laughs> but unfortunately, international uh, calls are a little bit muffled. Well, at this um, point, we're we're getting closer to South Korea, right? So we should probably turn around and get back in international waters. Oh, yeah, true, true. Um, yeah. I hope that wasn't someone... Being like these fucking idiots don't know anything about Korea. Oh well, we'll we'll find out. We'll yeah, I know now. Hello. Uh oh, some uh, ye old fashioned technical difficulties going on here. Uh, yeah, so I really want to know who that person is. Um, let me just. Uh, I just have a great movie idea. Hmm. You know, have you seen Zodiac? Um, yes. You know how like he calls the the San Francisco Chronicle, yes. or, no, or rather the news station. Yeah, and he's just like, I know you're listening. If a if a Zodiac like killer just calls the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> just these two unqualified. All right, I think we're gonna try one more time. Hello. Oh man, I really can't hear this person. Uh, let's. Uh, sorry guys, but uh, oh, just hung up. Just hung up. Man, do you, um, do, you get, do you get calls a lot? Uh, not often. Yeah, but uh, whoever this person is 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 having a lot of issues. Uh, let me just uh, fiddle about here. What if it's someone in a kid who's like kidnapped? Oh the only the, they have there's like a phone, and the only number it can call is Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh huh. And they really need our help, and they're in a basement somewhere, and there's nothing we can do. Well, it sounds like there's <laughs> nothing we can do. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I mean that that would also be an interesting movie. That would. Um, there's a movie like that. Have you ever seen Cellular? No. 2003 stars Chris Evans. And he's this like surfer idiot who hangs around Venice Beach and he gets a call from a woman who's kidnapped by Jason Statham. Oh, oh, I think we're we're sorry. Yeah, we're getting a call. Hello. Can you hear me? Hey, hey, yeah. I can hear you. Yeah, a little can you, bit. Can you hear Nick? Can you say something? I, uh, can I say something? Sorry, what? Do you hear? Do you hear Nick? Hello? This is, this Hello? Is, this is Nick. I heard the listener. Hello? 
Oh, man. I'm just gonna... This guy is trying hard. Uh, and we appreciate that on Two Thumbs Undecided, but yeah. I think he is service. He's not in the best place right now. Um, so with that, uh, I think we'll end our conversation yeah. about the bong, the bong man. The bong um, Unfortunately, we... I, I don't think we can. Uh, wait, let me. Let me. Let, let's try this. Yeah. Hello. Uh, give me one sec. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Can you hear Nick? Hello, this is Nick. I'm um, not as well, but I really just want to call in just to to uh, say a few things. I love your show. Oh. By the way. Oh, yeah. thank you. My name is My name is Nate Wobbles. Ah. Uh. Uh, and I'm um, I'm here at uh, uh, ColossalCon. It's like uh, it's an anime convention, and I am a uh, anime pillow pillow plushie designer. <laughs> you know what that is? Uh, no, I do not. Can you please explain what that what that means? <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I, I just <laughs> I found your website. And I thought I could uh, do some advertisement. Oh, it's Wobbles uh, pillow plushie. Uh, pillow plushies mm-hmm. what we do is there's these big uh, pillows like as long as a person and the design of the pillow sheet is a character um and you can do whatever you want to this pillow plushie you can uh make love to it okay can you make some that look like the creature from the host <laughs> I, just... Oops, I accidentally hung up on it um yeah i'm gonna call this person Call this person back. Um, <laughs> all right, you might not answer. Sorry, sorry, Hello? we hung up on you. This uh, Mr. Wobbles. This Mr. Wobbles still? Yeah, you did. yeah, this is Mr. Wow. No one's ever called me Mr. Wobbles. Oh, really? <laughs> is this is this Doctor Wobbles? Doctor Wobbles over here? <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I got my PhD and then decided to make pillow plushies. <laughs> a bad move. It was a it was a horizontal <laughs> move. Mm. Um, but I heard you guys were talking about one of my favorite directors, the guy who directed uh, Snowpiercer. Um, have any of you guys seen Par- uh, Parasite? Uh, no, I, I unfortunately have not. I was uh, I was at Cannes, but I, I missed it. I missed the premiere. Hold on. I, I did hear that um, that movie won the Palme d'Or, and you went to Cannes, but you didn't see it? No, I, I was not able to. That sense to me. I, well... Excuse me, Mr. Plush, or Mr. Wobbles, pardon my French. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Can is in French, so I picked up some French. Um, No, I did not. I was, the lines are very long. I hope you can understand. I'm I'm sorry I let my fans down, uh, but alas, I am only, as some people say, human. Um, Well, I thought you were a dancer, so. Oh. (laughs) Well, time is vital. Yeah, Yeah, I I like stuff. I like stuff. Um, no, yeah, uh, and I also just want to say, um, I've been watching this TV show recently that's really great. It's called Chernobyl. I have also been that. Have you, have you seen the show? I have not seen it yet, but I've heard wonderful things. Oh, oh. my goodness. Nick, it's, it is so, okay, I, I gotta say though, um, it, it's scary, it's the scariest show I've watched in a It is pretty... Time. Especially when the it starts to the radiation starts actually affecting these people. Yes, they're the fire like the the makeup is is no slouch. Like it's Jeez. disgusting. It's their their skin is literally deteriorating, and you like uh, see like it's yeah. That it, it's, but it's horrifying to know 
kind of what led up to this and how ignorant they are in the situation. Yeah. It's um, it's a it's a oh, go ahead, uh, go ahead Mr. Wobbles. Yeah, no, I just like I totally I mean I I take time to make the plushies and then I watch them uh, like grade A TV. Um and this is the one I choose. And they're all great in this. So I totally suggest watching that. Well, well, thanks for for calling in uh, and and giving yeah, no, us this. I just want to call in real quick. All right. Well, I'm glad we uh, took the time to to figure that out. Um, but uh, Godspeed. We promote you. Uh, we are now an official sponsor of your plushies, by the way. Uh, so congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, make sure everybody do uh, buy Wobbles uh, pillow plushies, pushies. All right. Uh, bye. All right. Bye. Anyways, well, that was a that was a cool kind of dude. Um, yeah. Glad we figured that out. Uh, but yeah, we only have a few minutes left. But what's something that you've seen this week uh, that you enjoyed? Something slash I... you didn't enjoy? Something that really just made you think? Something that made me think? I watched. What did I, what did I watch this week? Oh, you know, what I saw recent like this is for a movie that recently came out um, in the U.S. Um, Ash is the purest way. Have you heard of this? Uh, someone recommended me that. I think it's a Chinese movie. I I wanted to like it more than I did. Oh. Um, I don't know if maybe I wasn't the right mindset. It's a, it's a very it's a very deliberately paced film. Mm-hmm. Um, about this um this couple who it kind of it, it kind of goes through the span of their relationship and they're in this um uh kind of like mining town in China and and the um the guy in the relationship is part of this gang. And it's a little bit about in the beginning, like the, you know, um, she does sort of a favor for him and he doesn't really repay it. Mm. And it's, it's sort of questioning the validity of the relationship. I thought I was kind of bored during it, but, um, I don't know. It's, it's, I want to, I want to, I'm, I'm curious to see what people would think of it, but Did it um, just come out is where, what is it on? <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's playing in New York. It's playing at the quad. Um, oh, or, dope. or it was like when I saw it like last week. I don't know if it's still there, but um, but yeah, that's what we heard a lot about that I that I checked out. So you saw it at the quad. Saw the quad, yeah. Okay. Um, gotcha, gotcha. But uh, yeah, and I'm trying to think of other stuff. If there's anything that's like awesome. Oh, I saw Blind Spotting. I'm late. Oh, I'm late to the party. But You're saw, really I'm late to really that late one. To that's from party. the '90s. Yeah. Did you like it? No, no, no. Blind Spotting, not Train Spotting. Oh, Blind Spotting. Yeah. How do you like it? I, I haven't seen it either. I oh. loved it. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was fresh. Um, I don't know. I'm a year late. I think it came out a year ago. Yeah. So I'm a year okay, late. Okay, so you're but, not that late. Yeah. But um, damn, Blind Spotting's awesome. I'm really excited to see what that what that director does next. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you have. Do you know what the director of that is? Oh, I don't remember his name. All right. Well, <laughs> anyways, uh, you definitely have a major uh, recommendation to see anything by the Bong Man. The bond, uh, so. and uh, also Chernobyl, uh, and apparently maybe go see this film that you watched the quad. What, Ashes the purest white. Uh, yeah, Ashes the purest yeah, white. Check it out. Check it out. It's a it's a strong entry, and you know if you want to watch something that's not from the U.S., mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big film. Well, anyways, uh, that's it. Uh, we have uh, twenty seconds left, so I'm just gonna slightly play it out with this song uh, called "I Follow." Uh, all right, Godspeed, and thanks for listening. Bye.